Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And I'm Holland. And today we're joined by our very special guest. It's Day Hutton. It's me. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Day is joining us for a discussion of her favorite episode, unless I'm mistaken. It is up there. It is top five. Okay, for sure. it's top five. For sure, top five. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. Great, great. Uh, that's a that's a good list to be on. <laughs> top five Buffy episodes, yeah. and we'll be discussing episode four of season four, Fear Itself. So, without further ado, let's head into the library. Oh, man. All right. So the reason that we have uh, Dayon, aside from the fact that we love her uh, and she was a previous study buddy last season, in fact, you helped us close out like season three. Oh. Yeah. Um, the graduation days. Both of them. Wait, yeah. how are we in the library? Didn't we kill it? Oh, that no, was the old. The other library. Yeah, that was. Some, yeah, so that's sorry, gone. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this one's a lot larger. Uh, there's a lot more noise mm-hmm. and it's a lot less personal for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have relationships with the staff, mm. which is unfortunate. Well, our- you know, such is life. And such is life. And that's college where you're just a forgettable little thing. That's true. You're, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you graduate and it's even it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing gets better. It doesn't. I wish I could lie, but I'm too honest. Uh, At least you knew where the food was. At least you knew where the food was. Nowadays, I know where the food's not, and that's my fridge. (laughs) Oh, things are getting tough. Uh, But the reason um, that uh, we wanted to have you on for Fear Itself is because we were, you and I were chatting at the uh, uh, Peter and Wendy party. We were. That is true. I was also there. Yeah. But you were part of that conversation. I mean, so I invited how about we you hit to the bricks? Yes. So. Why was I there? Because, <laughs> because of you, Hallparkus. But real quick, let's pump the brakes for a hot second. Day and I were talking, and we were talking about how much we love this episode. Now you're caught up. <laughs> what do you have to contribute? I was just saying that I was also at the party. <laughs> I was also talking oh, to Oh, Omar is sassy in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah it's really early. <laughs> yes, if everybody out there can't tell, it is 8 <laughs> 50-something, perhaps? 57. That was ah. a good guess. On a Saturday. On if a it's Saturday. before 9, that's... I know what's weird. I was having this conversation with someone, and, like, we were talking about how, like, we're, like, not morning people, and then my friend was like, no, but, like, I get up at 8 a.m. on Saturdays. Like, I can't wake up in the morning on weekdays. It's so hard, but on Saturday, I'm just, like, up, because I have, like, free will and control of my life. Ooh. And I was like, that's a weird, sad thing to say. And then I was like, actually, like, I woke up this morning, and I was like, it was so much easier for me to wake up early this morning. For Sunnydale Study Group? To go to like this part because I'm going here and then I'm going to brunch and I'm going to like see a bunch of friends and stuff. And then it's like, I, when I'm going to work, I'm just like, oh God, got to get up early and go to work. <laughs> the dread makes you extra tired. Which, it's not even like, I, like, I have, no, I have like a fun job. Like I could have a way worse job, but I'm still just like, I don't want to wake up to go to work. Well, yeah, you're uh, drawn to the ease of Saturday where anything can happen and lunch is bound to have mimosas, I'm assuming. Is that too oh, much yeah, of a I guess? Mean, I, I'm planning on having mimosas. Hooray! The worst is when you go to brunch with people and, like, no one else orders a drink and you're just like, mm, but they drank it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, like, I went to, I went to brunch. Sorry, I'm just going to tell. I'm, ca- I'm catching up. Whatever. F you. Um, so I went to run him. <laughs> Thank you. Please continue to insult. <laughs> <laughs> you are. 
<laughs> the, imaginary, the imaginary <laughs> <not> strict structure. <laughs> went, Sunnydale City Group person. I went to Runyon last weekend for the first time because, like, my friend was like, yeah, let's start doing more, like, L.A. stuff and, like, like outdoor canyon, stuff. as in, like, hiking? Yeah, Runyon okay. Canyon. Yeah, but we went there. on the easy <laughs> side. We, went up, we went up the side that was supposed to be, like, the easy side that uh-huh. has, like, the crazy steps. And I was going with, like, four people and two dogs. That were like you went tiny up dogs. the steps or you went down the steps? Up the steps. Up the steps Not is the easy the way. That's the down easy the steps way. is tough. Yeah. So, and then down the like windy thing, the road. Anyway, but <laughs> so, so we all do this. So we're like, we're like, we're going to go to Runyon. It'll take like an hour and then we'll get brunch as a reward. So it takes us, first of all, it takes us forever to find parking because it's Los Angeles. Yes. Mm-hmm. We finally get on this freaking hike. The dogs are like not having it because they're like these little dogs. We're like, yeah, they're going to love this walk. And they're like these little high maintenance LA dogs. That they're are like, just carry like, me. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is so hard. Then like one of my friends, we get to the top and she's like, I think I'm going to vomit. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> so like we're doing this thing because none of us have eaten because we're like we're gonna go to brunch we don't have enough water we don't have like snacks we had like a handful of grapes we were like we're gonna die up here so we're like because we don't do this we're like this is a good idea you're just holding the grapes yeah so i had like two i was like oh here i'll have two grapes we're literally we're each like eating one grape at a time i think we each were able to have like three or four grapes which is nothing and then no that's just three or four grapes but like they like lose that on like a minute by minute basis in grocery stores and they don't notice and then so then we get to brunch and we're all like i was like i need so much water and like food and we're there and like i still wanted to drink because i was like i just went to war and then we get there we sit down for brunch and then no one else orders alcohol so i was like and i don't even think this place had alcohol and i was like why are we here i was like this is not what i was planning wow that sounds like a nightmare Um, yeah it was it was just like one of those things where i was like i'm gonna do that thing that everyone does and i was like there's a reason why i don't go hiking and then I was like sore for three days after and I didn't have mimosas so now I'm going to brunch this weekend I'm gonna have all the mimosas and that's my story <laughs> hey I think it sounds like you made out all right yeah right? like sounds like you made out all right it's like a lesson in don't don't you don't need to do what other people will tell you yeah. is cool because yeah. you don't need to go hiking at Runyon I almost passed out one time when I went hiking at Runyon like well, because especially, Bye. like, if you don't do this, if you're like, yeah, I never do this thing. I'm not going to eat any food. I'm not going to bring enough water. Let me go for this hike that's longer than I realized and really high. And what if I die out here? Like, it's what it, like it's not like you're going to, like, The dogs die, will die, eat you. It's, yeah, it's just, the like, one of those situations where I was like, I'm really not prepared to be outside for this long. And <laughs> which, is, sounds, which is terrifying. I was like, oh, well, I need to go to the gym or something. Because if I'm, like, on this hike and, like, worried for my well-being. You can't go outside. Like, there's no way. Like, like zombie apocalypse yeah, is not like, going to go well for you. And Runyon is. And this is, like, an interior zombie apocalypse. <laughs> then it's like. You find that Costco, you barricade yourself in there. Yeah. You go to the alcohol section, you walk. Fall off. Like I'm not prepared for you got a hockey stick. anything. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and you know about what thirty minutes before one engages in physical activity is a good time to allow for digestion. Yes. Yeah, and also you're just supposed to eat. Like yeah. if you're gonna yeah be a human. I don't That's my new had, goal in life. Eat yeah. more. I don't yeah. even think I had just dinner right now. Eating a banana. Yeah. <laughs> like knowing me, I probably forgot to eat lunch and then also forgot to eat dinner and then went out for drinks. And then was probably slightly hungover and then still didn't and dehydrated, I imagine. So it was like there's no way I was setting myself up for like we should, a successful. Yeah. We should start um a 
Holland and Day check in on each other to make sure they've eaten club. Hey, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> because I also need to eat regular meals, which I don't do with my current schedule. Uh, it sounds like you are legitimately living a nightmare. <laughs> Which ties into this episode, Fear Itself. Hey, relevancy. <laughs> uh, of which we have Day as our guest for. Uh, Day, as you remember from season three, but in case you've forgotten, is our wonderful... Which brood, uh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> uh, is our wonderful acting friend from so many amazing things on the internet. Um, and things you can also play that are featured on the internet. Um, mm. Which we'll do shoutouts for later. But let's hop right into it because perhaps you were up in the hills uh, of <laughs> Hollywood, California, which, by the way, is a giant fault line, <laughs> so you know, uh, and you only had a handful of grapes. <laughs> you didn't have time to watch the episode. Well, don't worry because we have five uh, bathtub clinging picnic basket sentences to get you caught up because Chris is going to give you the cram session. So, Chris, take it away. Mm. Halloween time in Sunnydale is leaving Buffy sad because she just had a one-night stand with this totally horrible, annoying character that's way worse than Owen, which we'll get into, named Parker, who slept with Buffy, left her, and now everybody's coupling off while Buffy's feeling depressed on Halloween. One. Uh, There's a frat house called Delta... Fire Delta Cap or some piece of crap. And they are throwing a Halloween party, which apparently is all the rage at the college. And Xander's feeling self-conscious because he doesn't go to the college, but still everybody's going, so he gets to go too. And when Oz is called in to help them with their speaker system, he accidentally slices his hand, activating a mystical symbol that the frat boys have drawn on the ground because they thought it looked cool. Two. Anya believes that Xander and her are just a full-on relationship now and is using her new understanding of human life to assign specific uh, levels to their relationship, where Xander says, hey, let's slow the brakes and go to a party. So get on a fun Halloween scary costume. And Anya says, sure. Three. Yeah, you're on track, actually. (laughs) Buffy and the gang go to this Halloween party where everybody's missing because it turns out that the uh, fear demon named Gaknar has been activated and is turning all of everybody's fears into reality. So everybody in the party is trapped upstairs in this scary situation while the Buffy gang is also being torn apart as their insecurities rise to the surface and Oz is turned into a werewolf even though it's not the full moon and he runs to a bathtub and shivers in fear and all sorts of crazy kind of things. Four. A lot of hands in that one. They finally make it to the party after Buffy confronts the fact that she is afraid that she will be left, but must trust that she won't be. And then uh, she discovers, through the help of Giles, who cuts open a door with a chainsaw after Anya instructs him that everybody's trapped inside the house, comma. Uh, And so Buffy saves the day by discovering that you needed to destroy the symbol of Gaknar. It will summon the beast forward, and it turns out he's a tiny little guy, and she stomps him with her shoe. Five. That's it. Cool. You had I it. haven't done that in a while. You haven't done that in a while. And it's always that 
freewheeling, perhaps. But anyway, that's the episode. <laughs> that's the episode. There it is. Good job. Uh, so this is, I, I apologize, Dave, if I projected onto you. This is my favorite episode. Yeah. No, no. I mean, like, it is, <laughs> like, a favorite episode of mine, you know? Like, it's like it's number a, four for you. No, it's like, <laughs> I haven't seriously thought about it, it's, but, like, it's probably, like, Top three, even like Ooh, forget wow, five. Up. Forget five. <laughs> five like, is in the dust. By the end of this episode, it's going to be your favorite. Episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> working on that. Yeah, I'm I, working on I think it. it's in there. Like, am I allowed to say titles of shows yeah. that have, like, yeah. haven't happened yet? Yeah, of course. I think it's like in a mix up there with Hush and Once More. Oh, like, good I, company to keep, right? So I feel like the three of those guys are just like a trifecta, a triforce. The trio. If you will. Oh, yeah. Actually, let's go with that. That's less spoiler. Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're a triangle. triangle. (laughs) You know the famous Zelda triangle? (laughs) And there's like other triangles and they form, I don't know, a A triangle. triangle. (laughs) This has turned into a gaming podcast. (laughs) That's the level of It's pretty cool that you can just put a bunch of triangles together and they're still a triangle. That is cool. Shapes are fun. (laughs) Shapes are. If you put a bunch of squares together, you still get a square. Yeah. Or a rectangle. I think that's cool. Which is also, well, no, a rectangle is not a square, but a square is a rectangle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mathcast. <laughs> is that what this is called now? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, um, the I'm podcast not... is called Mathcast. <laughs> or is it like a new form of like magic or an old form of magic? Ooh. Mathcasting? That sounds like an old form Math of magic. Math Blasting. Yeah. Did you guys play Math Blaster? Yes. Yeah. I totally remember that. I didn't. Was it a computer game? Yeah, I played it at school. Yeah, they would. Yeah, yeah, and it was like you were this green little alien guy. I literally, I loved it so much that I made my mom buy it for me so I could play it at home because it was like you were like this little alien guy and you went on these different adventures, but you can only like uh, solve things or shoot things if you like solve math problems. Yeah. So it was like it was like basic math. Four plus six. Yeah, but it was like you would have to do math problems quickly enough that you could like do. Like so you games in between, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so think that fun. that mechanic should be built into all, like every AAA title that's coming out right now, like Actually, New Medal of Honor. There's... You can't fire your gun until you do a quick division problem. <laughs> there is a game. So do you know? Or you you make know the games people... where people can kill people with guns. <laughs> also, yeah. You know the people who do. Uh, you don't know Jack. Yes, like Jack yeah. not personally, but yes. No, so they do. Every time I go to my friend's house, we play. There's, like, this group of games, and it's under Jackpot Games, so it's, like, Quiplash is one of them, uh, mm-hmm. and then there's this one that's, like, a trivia game, and it's called, like, Trivia, like, Murder Party or I something. I love trivia, you guys. So it's, like, and it's cool because it's a trivia mm. game, and then it's also, like, if you get it wrong, like, each time you get something wrong, whoever gets it wrong has to do, like, a thing to, like, save themselves, or they, like, die. Mm. Um, and so one of them is, like, a math thing, so you just have to do, like, math problems faster than the rest of the people. And then <gasps> one is, like, a memorization thing, and you have to, like, memorize where things are, and it's, like, it's, like, stuff like that. Like, it's a trivia game, but it also it's this cool kind of, like, it's, I don't know, I like games, like, I'm a geek who really likes, or a nerd, I guess, who likes games like that, where it's, like... You have to be smart? Yeah, okay, we get but it. it's not even, like, no, but it's not even, like, that, it's not, like, hard things, it's just, like, basic things that, like, you would do in school, like, when you would do, like, memory tests so basically and, like, you miss school. No, like, but it's stuff that, like, you lose, like, no, you're, when you're not in it. school anymore, and you're not, like, constantly, like, learning that stuff, or having mm-hmm. to do that stuff, you lose that For kind sure. of, like, basic, like, stokeometry like, and stuff. I like memory games, and, like, it's, like, it's, like, why people like Sudoku and crossword puzzles. Yeah. It's, like, something that, like, keeps your brain, because if you mm-hmm. don't do stuff like that, like, and I'm totally guilty of it, you just, like, your brain, like, stops it's, working. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need it. It says, goodbye, I need this space for other skills. Like, and then you go to run you memorizing yeah. grapes, and you're like, no. oh no. But <laughs> no, no. it keep but the brain remembered the grapes, mm-hmm. meaning it was still on your I side. Didn't even bring the brain the grapes. remembered My the grapes. Brought the grapes. 
Your friend's brain. Okay, well, actually, no. <laughs> We've separated too many times. Hmm. What would, like, losing this knowledge be your, like, fear itself fear? Oh, no, it's I different than, like, fears. a nightmare. <laughs> oh, okay. I have more shallow fears than that. What would be your guys's... Let's top, I think this is the question of the episode. Mm-hmm. I think the two questions are, what is your fear of the Scoobies that, like, they go through? And then what would be your personal fear? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Scooby's fear was, Xander's was that he was invisible. Exactly. Sure. Willow's was that her power was getting out of control mm-hmm. and taking over. I, I was I, the same thing, but in a different, that he would lose control and hurt her. Definitely afraid of becoming a werewolf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> werewolf fear. Definitely yeah. werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Very specific. Um, yeah. I don't know, be, being a mo- being a monster, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, hurting his friends. Her, yeah. And well, he's, like, the mm-hmm. opposite like, not of... Not control. Yeah, like, Willow's is, like, she... It's it's specifically... It's yeah, I guess it is the same. Cause, but she hers isn't... It's hers is, like, hurting herself, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, Oz, it's who's, like, so, others. like, calm, yeah, is, like, letting that out. Mm-hmm. Oz is, like, Dr. Jackal, Mr. Hyde. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's werewolfiness. Trampling a girl in the street. Yeah, he is literally that. Why have I never realized that? Before? I don't know. I just... Got that, oh. and was like, oh, no, because that totally is us. Huh. We call those daylight bulbs. Hey, no, daylight. <laughs> we call them, yeah. Okay, I take back my regret. I'm very proud of that one. <laughs> um, and then Buffy. Buffy's is being left, yeah. right? Being abandoned. That's totally mine. That's yours. Oh, for sure, a 100. <laughs> percent Being abandoned. It's that would freaky. be your number one frat house. Of fear. the <laughs> No, I mean, in terms of fear itself, I think there's, like, other fears involved with... <laughs> like, if you were in the frat house, that fear would have been the one that Gaknar elevated. Well, we're saying... Yeah. Of fe- the oh, fear oh, itself. Of theirs. Yeah. Oh, of theirs. Of theirs. Oh, I thought it was... General frat general. house fears are just, like, I don't know, like... Being for me, it's, like, getting house. beat up, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. stepping in something gross. Yeah. Like, natty light. <laughs> I would have done probably the Oz one. That I was Yours. like inherently wrong and hated hurt. and just like a P- evil people. thing that everyone hated. Cool. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> so that'd be yours. Yours would be the Buffies. For sure. How about yours, Holland Farkas? Uh Buffies or Sanders. They're kind of similar. I mean, yeah. they're in the same vein yeah. of like people not appreciating you. I think my well, because my biggest fear in like general is that like everyone hates me like I get very paranoid sure. that everyone secretly hates me mm-hmm. and is lying to me and behind my back anyway. you're not surrounded by that many good actors <laughs> <laughs> but um I just got high fives from both Chris and Day <laughs> and I just got one from Holland thank you for that so yeah I feel like that goes into either like being abandoned or being invisible cause it's like it's like when you're out somewhere and then like you can't find everyone and you're like did everyone just Fucking leave me. Oh, like the women's march for me? And I know that's not the purpose of the women's march. I couldn't find anyone at the women's march for like four hours. The purpose of the women's march was actually to lose all the men that came with you. Oh, well, in that case, I came by myself and I was trying to meet up with people and I got so lost. And then I finally found Becca. And then I was just running into people. Oh, that's the And I was like, oh, convenient after being lost and not being able to find anyone for three hours. Previous study buddy, Becca. No, I'm just going to run into fucking like Becca and like Ashley and like all of these people that I wish I could find when I was like abandoned. Not abandoned. Walking around downtown LA with like tons of other people. Right. But like getting squished in crowds. Sure. Yeah, that wasn't. uh, This, the way you're saying it, it sounds more buffy. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I think the I specific like, word of abandoned. It's very weird because it's like I definitely like my alone time, but at the same time, like I don't want to be left alone. Mm. There's a difference. Mm. Yeah. That's sort of Xandery. Yeah, I guess it is a Buffy Xander split. Mm. 
Uh, what about I, you, Omar? Oz. Oz. All the way. Okay, good. Because I was just in my head going over the like, is it weird that I said Oz? <laughs> I don't want to be should, a werewolf. Should I, re, should I re-explain what that meant? <laughs> <laughs> no, you say yours. Uh, Oz. <laughs> Oz. Uh, yeah, there's something about like that fear of like completely losing your calm and like hurting people around you that's like always like haunted me or like going nuclear because I try to I'm trying to stay pretty chill uh, and for the most part it's pretty easy but then sometimes I get like like I'll just like start to trash a movie like um, like in front of uh, a previous study buddy Stephen Ray Morris we saw Jurassic World and I just like went off on it like every frame I was tearing it apart yeah you were you had a fury I had a fury out. yeah and Stephen loves Jurassic Park yeah. like someone loves the sky yeah exactly like someone loves the sky <laughs> Stephen Ray Morris loves Jurassic <laughs> Park, which I love. Jurassic Park, I love. Mm-hmm. But it was a thing where, like, I definitely hurt him <laughs> because I was just going off on Jurassic World, and I was like, "Oh, geez, that was not." Just see the good light in his eyes die. Yeah, just I each, just little. You know, in like movies wow. where someone like breathes in someone's like last breath, and they're like really evil. That was like me <laughs> with <laughs> Jurassic World. Um, and then Noel and I talked about how terrible it was. That's a separate story. Um, it's how not about? Great. But go on. <laughs> How about outside the Scooby spheres? If we were if we were in there before the Scoobies got there, what would be your guys's? Because I know with Brent, with James, Brent, Isaacs, we talked about our nightmares. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, I remember that. Um, that was a heavy episode. That was a very. <laughs> heavy that was like one of the first ones. <laughs> he guided that one too, where I was oh, like, boy. "And welcome, James, Brent, Isaacs." All right, guys, let's talk about like our subconscious Jungian fears. Like, oh god, okay, <laughs> water. I see water. Um, <laughs> For me, it would be either getting slowly crushed. I have this fear of Ooh, being just—that's freaky. I have a lot of suffocation fear. Sometimes I think that in a past life I was a drowned sailor. Mm-hmm. That makes, um, I mean, I, that makes sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but I was trying to validate that. But it just clicks, right? Yeah. It's like a thing you throw like, on like your Tinder if, profile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you have such a like recurring fear, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Then maybe you did. Mm-hmm. I'm like I on board so. with that. Is basically what I'm saying. On board. Well, I was overboard and drowned <laughs> as a sailor. Um, but that, or something like like my internal cells just like killing me, or everybody in my family dying and me being left. Like a kind of like a Superman fear, I guess. Like everybody will die and you. <gasps> That's terrible. By the last. Yeah. There's a joke in the Lego Batman. Has everyone seen Lego Batman? No, I, haven't I didn't, but you can spoil nope. it. No, yeah. I don't want to because it's a pretty, it's not a big thing, but. I did see Power Rangers. Oh, we'll talk about that after. He's giving a thumbs up, and then I got a, another high five. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the Trini thing was my idea. Um, <laughs> how about you, Holland Park? Guess what, is, what would be your non Scooby fear? Oh, I don't know. Again, I kind of talked about this. I think it's just that I'm annoying everyone around me and that everyone hates me. This is like a... I feel like normal people have this thought like a lot, but it's like it is penetrating my head. <laughs> I it's a, I don't know. I'm so free... Like, and it's like then I... The problem is then I tell people. I'm like, oh, sorry if I'm being annoying. And they're like, you're not. And then I like buy the fact that I'm telling people that I'm afraid I'm annoying them and I'm afraid I'm bothering them and that I'm afraid I'm too much that I'm just making them more like it's making it worse because uh-huh. like, oh you hate me like I don't hate you and I'm like oh, okay cool well I shouldn't have brought it up and I understand it's because the problem is like <laughs> I'm not very confident and then people tell me that I just need to be more confident and that it's annoying how not confident I am and I'm like oh no you're right I'm making this work like by being aware mm-hmm. of the things that I'm freaked out by and then telling people, I feel like I'm just making it worse. 
Speaking as a director, that's a terrible uh, adjustment to give. I'm just to trying someone. to be honest. <laughs> Did like, they say that, they, that you by that, telling you to be more? Oh, confident? That's yeah. What I thought, no, you're right? good. No, you're that's talent. Like, you get everything. Let us know if we like can get you any more coffee. Like, oh, I'm sad. Oh, don't solid. be sad. Okay. <laughs> Ashley Hollywood goes home. Cool. Um, that's not a good answer to that. Yeah. Just don't do that. I'm like, oh, good. No, that doesn't. It should just be like to focus on something else. Yeah. You know what you should do, Holland? Anyway, sorry. Whatever you want. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever feels easy. I'm trying. I'm attack trying. them. Attack them. Oh, just physically. And attack. kill them. And kill your enemies. <laughs> with your words. With your words. <laughs> with your words. With your body language. Um, with my prayers. With my prayers. <laughs> okay, so yours would be like a snowball effect of people getting like annoyed at you. Yeah, and me just like digging that hole deeper and deeper. Ooh. I just. Oh, that would be a manifestation. <laughs> yeah, Chris and I were on the same same page there. Yeah. If so, you were in this episode, it you'd be in the basement. I would literally yeah. just be like digging myself into this. Or like quicksand. And then it keeps, whatever keeps breaking, like your the shovel, shovel breaks. Well, and then you go to dig with your hands, and then your hands fall off. But it's like, and then oh. I, was, I, was having this, I was having this conversation with Kiri when we were out like talking and. Previous anybody, Kiri. Heavy. But I was basically just like, it was one of those things where I was like, I know, I'm like, I know I'm self aware. Like, I know what my issue is. And like you telling me. Like is it's it's effective to hear, but also at the same time it like hurts because I know that that's true. Mm-hmm. But it's like it, it, there's a problem with being like so self aware of like things that you do, but not being able to like change them yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. So you're just sitting there in this like yeah. To quote weird, John Mayer, like, self hatred, punching underwater. It's that, like quote John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? No, it's like John we're slow dancing in a burning room. Well, get out. Get out of the room. <laughs> you can slow dance anywhere. Have you seen Get Out? I have not I've yet. I've seen it three times. Uh, it's so good. We gotta go. We gotta go. How about you, Day? Um, I I feel like mine would be similar, like, not much different than the Buffy one, and similar to Holland's. Like, I also get self-conscious about, I just feel like, like my, uh, I've dealt with a lot of, like, in school people are awful so it's like (laughs) I dealt with a lot of like my closest friends leaving me for someone like quote unquote cooler like throughout my whole life and then like it just translated into this like I'm not enoughness Mm -hmm. Um, and this whole like I'm going to like die alone like (laughs) thus the like being left thing I think I was like nine years old like this so pathetic I was like nine years old and I like looked up the phobia for like fear of ending up alone whoa I was like nine wow <laughs> what's it called I don't remember is it called alonophobia no. because it could be it could be but I don't think so um I've, I've gotten a lot better I've gotten a lot better at realizing that a lot of things that I take in as something must be wrong with me is actually like none of my business, and it has... I hold that very serious thought. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. That's yeah, not I'll, I'll bring it. I'll bring it. Don't worry. I'll lead us in here. Uh, all right. Here we go. You were nine when you looked that up? Yes. Or somewhere around there. You know, like middle school age. Like and that's like Entering stuck. middle school age. Like, I, when I was a kid, I was scared of Beavis and Butthead, and then, like, two years later, I wasn't. But this is, like, one that's, like, there. Yeah, I, I, the name is no longer there, but the thing is, I mean, I'm getting getting better at it um, in terms of realizing that, you know, oh, I haven't heard from this person in months. Uh, they must hate me. Turns into, no, you're busy. 
they're busy. It has nothing to do with you. You should probably calm down, and they still love you, and you're being crazy. Ooh. Um, so, like, I've... So you're getting better. I'm getting better. That's yeah. great. So, it, yeah, it's definitely one of those things, but there's still that fear, especially, like, you know, you're used to, like, when you're younger, friends leaving you, then you get older, then you start dating, and then it, you, like, put that on to, like, every time you are, like, broken up with, in my case, every time I'm broken up with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just more proof that, like, no, I'm not worth sticking around for. Like, ugh. But I know that's not true, and I'm working on it. So I would definitely say that my real fear is still Buffy's kind of jam, you know? Wow, so this episode, like, resonates with you. Yeah, but honestly, I like it more because it's super funny. Okay, great, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> completely agree. funny. <laughs> After the feelings of existential dread. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the most accurate review of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the show. Well, I was, like, relating to Joyce, because when Buffy and Joyce are having the whole conversation, like, mm-hmm. and Joyce is mm-hmm. talking about how she's, like, so afraid about letting new people in that she just, like, didn't make new friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is something that I have an issue with. And, like, people always get, like, really surprised that I'm so, like bitter and like cynical because I'm they're like oh you're so young why do you like why do you feel this way and I was like I don't know I just feel like little things happen and it makes me like not trust people so especially moving out here like when I first got out here I was like oh I'm just gonna like be friends with everyone and like talk to everyone and then like now that I've been out here for like a little over two years I'm realizing like which people are like total bullshit Mm -hmm. and I'm having this weird like I'm like oh why did I tell this person this thing Mm. because I'm like a very open person and then I keep telling people stuff and then it's like the worst is like when you like tell someone something and then they like don't like then you try and like follow up with them on or like try and talk to them again and they're just like not responding to you or something you're like oh fuck I'm like why did I tell you that thing because now clearly you're like freaked out that I told you that thing or you just don't care and like well, I don't know. It's just dumb stuff like that. And then so I'm like, oh, well, it's just so much easier to just, like, not talk to nah. people. I was just like, just won't have friends. I just won't date. I just won't do this. I won't do that. I'm like, let me just, like, avoid all of these, like, future conflicts. Because <laughs> people are just terrible. Can I just say I'm feel, like, sitting here, like, feeling worse and worse and worse about myself over the fact <laughs> that, like, I kept meeting you... To- and I was drunk every time, <laughs> so I kept forgetting I'd met you, and now I feel like ten no, times okay. worse about it's it. Totally. <laughs> you were just I feeding Holland's fear itself here. No, I feel We met before. Bad. I didn't see you. <laughs> just kidding. We've never met. Uh, Look at the and footage. You I think there. your hair kept changing colors yeah, too, so it was my just fault. so confused. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely. You'd be like, fault. no, we met. Shit. Oh, I made it harder on everyone by changing my hair color. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, no, it's okay. My advice to anyone who's younger who's listening to this is... Don't grow you, up. Uh, <laughs> what? Don't grow up. Go to Neverland. Hey, Wait. that's not good. Like, I was nine. It was not better. <laughs> yeah, it's never... I would so. say at whatever age, if you find yourself overwhelmed and unable to trust people... Take your secrets and whisper them to dogs. Well, that's cute. Because dogs listen to whispers, that. and then they run and they hide them somewhere that only dogs know. And every time you see a dog bearing a bone oh, in wow. a backyard, no, yeah, it's yes. not a bone. It's one of your secrets. Ah, that was, I'm sorry, I think that is beautiful. (laughs) That should be a children's book. Oh, yeah, write that. Oh, I'm just make that up. I'm not Miss Clinton. I don't know if I can do, if I could write that. Someone's going to hear it and then they're going to write the book. They better dedicate it to you. 
We can write, or maybe Jordan's JP. Books are not that hard. Like, you know, it's not a lot of words. Oh, okay. You just need the illustration. Oh, let's just insult That's like Maury Sendak while we're at it. No, I mean, there's he longer children's books, but like, you could write like a 50 word children's book. Put like five words on but each I want to choose the perfect words. Tell your and you just said curse. them. You said them. Maybe like Tell your dogs words. your Maybe secrets because like they're secret keepers or something. Maybe like Next page, sue your parents. Five hundred words is still know. like half of like an article. Actually, I don't know. People write really short articles. Yeah. What did it's I watched this trailer? Here's the things that were in it. Yeah. That's an article now. That's a yeah. ju- that's journalism. Yeah. Don't get started. <laughs> don't get started. <laughs> I have to call my articles essays now because they're over a thousand words. And I can't be like, hey, I wrote this article. I have to be like, oh, no, I wrote this essay about this movie just so people are, like, prepared to read more Ooh, than, like... I don't think that's, like, a amount. thing, but I feel the need to be like, hey, I wrote an essay because this is over a thousand You said you wrote an article. This isn't all just gifts. Yeah, I'm like, I can't call this an article because I feel like a standard article is, like, less than 500 words mm-hmm. and a lot of pictures. And I'm like, no pictures... Lots of words. <laughs> you should just say this is. I wrote an adult article <laughs> for adults. Oh, an, an adult article. article. <laughs> that sounds a little like an adult. No, like racy. But <laughs> I wrote an article for adults. Erotic, yeah. but in a tweet like, way. You can't even say anything. Like I think I was submitting something for SAG, and I said it was like miscellaneous or something, and they were like. Um, so what is your production? Because we use Melissa, mis- miscellaneous or whatever the term was for adult productions. And I was like, no, 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 not. Uh, it's a web thing, not an adult, not porn, not treating porn. Uh, what? Why does that mean porn? Rude. <laughs> why didn't they just can't. say porn <laughs> yeah, or adult? Is it was a SAG some, division like, for adult films? It's called the Chapsworth division. <laughs> I, I didn't, yeah, but that's, a union it makes set? sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it makes sense. One of the healthiest unions. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm in that union. <laughs> I just kind of accidentally was in it all of a sudden. Great. So that's like I used to think graphic novel. Accidentally an actor. Then, like, I didn't realize graphic novel was like an, a term for a comic book that was more like professional. Like, I thought graphic novel meant like it was Descriptive like a novel. Like violent. Book. No, oh. I thought it was like a porn comic book or something. Oh, right. It's know. graphic content. Yeah, I was like, oh, what it's is It's like Game mean? of Thrones, but a novel. <laughs> Which, like, some Probably comic Game of Thrones novels. Pretty graphic. So maybe. <laughs> Otherwise known as Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The books. <laughs> um,. I, uh, my fear itself fear, I think, would be, I have this weird fear of just slipping, hmm. like, both physically and also just, like, in my mind, just, like, oh. slipping away. And so, like, a hallway where I can't like Dr. grip. Dr. Horrible style? Slipping. Oh, slipping. Sorry, I thought also Strange. Like, I love Dr. Strange, the movie, because that happens at one point where mm. he's just shot into, like, ongoing stuff. Uh, and it's a, and there's two sequences where that happens, uh, and I just love those because sometimes like that's how I feel. Like sometimes when I'm like dreaming and like I get lost in a dream that happens, or if I wake up and I don't like know where I am or if I'm really stressed, like it'll feel that way. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, but like my visual, so like the shovel breaking and trying to dig yourself and everything, mine would probably be like people walking and I'm trying to catch up to them and I keep slipping and I'm like falling back down the hallway and I can't quite grip and it's like accelerating and faster and faster. Mm. Wow. So. Oh, wait, I also wrote a screenplay about this called Wormhole. <laughs> Coming out, I don't know, to a festival that a judge will say, mm, quarterfinalist. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I, guess, wait, I, I also have this really weird fear. I hate driving along the coast at night. <gasps> 
Like, I can't see the ocean. I know it's there. Oh, that's it's freaky. It's super dark. And I'm just irrationally afraid that a tsunami's going to come. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and destroy me. Take you away. And, yeah. And I won't be able to get away. I won't even be able to see that the water's receded because it's dark. Oh, my God. This is gr- crazy. There is something about, like, being, even if you're just on, like, a beach at night, there's oh, something about, like, being around water mm-hmm. when it's dark because you can't see it. You can just hear it. I sent you that video that I took in Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah, you did. At 1 a.m. Yeah. It was like, it was like, I wasn't like physically there though, so there's like that like disconnect. But it's like when you're there, yeah, it's just this like. I call every beach after 10 p.m. a ghost beach. Sure. Because it just feels like a ghost beach, and that's when the ghosts are allowed to be on the beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's their time. Mm-hmm. That's their time because they're <laughs> yeah. tanning in the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good children's book. <laughs> Tanning in the moonlight. Tanning in the moonlight. It's about ghosts who like are a family and they like don't want the humans to oh be scared gosh, of them. Team Omar okay. writes children's books. That's what you. Thank that's you. your true calling. Writing. True calling. True calling. Get it? Writing the true, true calling, calling adaptation. It was yeah. The, it's Eliza Dushku, friend of the pod, future friend of the podcast. Calling. Yep. Uh, just keep saying that. It'll happen. <laughs> So the, the episode is such a high concept and it's so beautiful um, that I knew that we could just talk uh, for the majority of the session about like our own fears and specifically like that idea. Because I love the idea of like a nightmare, a haunted house that becomes your actual yeah, nightmares no, it's... Uh, and your fears, which is really cool. Um, but let's and before... all in your head because they're like, when you get in the attic, yeah. you're all like... Nothing's actually happening to them. It's all in their head. I can't actually. I have a. It's really weird. So for the longest time, I have a confession to make. I'm gonna come out as a weenie. <laughs> I was a weenie for a long time. Uh, and weenie I did juniors. Weenie hunt central. <laughs> I could not go on roller coasters, and I did not go to haunted houses or haunted events. Oh, like I don't do horror that. nights. Mm, I hate that. And I was so freaked <laughs> out. And then I went on my first, aside from like Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, because it's the boardwalk. Um, but. I, that voice. It, it, that's the voice in the commercials. Like, Come on down that. to the boardwalk. And that's every commercial. It's like this great like 1988 commercial that they're like, yeah, keep playing it. In New Jersey, they just it just all sounds like under the boardwalk. Oh, they just play under the under boardwalk? Under the boardwalk. Yeah. It's like that more old sense. school. It's more old school than like beach like the vibes. The, drif- <laughs> no, the drifters. Yeah, the yeah. drifters. Yeah. 60s, probably. 60s, yeah. 60s, 50s. Uh, those cool cats. At least 10 years before California's boardwalk feels... So good job, guys. You beat us. But we'll have the last laugh. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, I finally went on a roller coaster at Six Flags, and then shortly after I went to a haunted, like, a Halloween thing at Six Flags. And both times, it was this one where it was called, like, Armageddon or something. Apocalypse. It was Apocalypse, which at the time I think was a Terminator ride. And as I'm in line, I'm like, are aliens going to jump out, and they're going to chase us, and we have to get onto the roller coaster because we're running from this alien invasion? And then everyone's like... No, you wait in a line and it's slow and then you get on and they strap you in and then you do the thing and you get off. I'm like, there's not going to be any story elements or they're going to jump out and scare us. Absolutely not. And then I went to the Halloween thing and I was just like, but the thing is, if I go to the bathroom, like if I designed this, I would switch out the mirrors so that they would jump out of the mirrors and stuff. And they're like, no, (laughs) no, there's just going to be a guy in like overalls with a a bad looking face that's going to jump out at you. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And suddenly my weenie fears were gone. So it's you. Like, you know, your fears are in your head. They are. That's what it is. Like I was saying how like I had to like get out of my head to start figuring my stuff out. Like it's all about telling your fears you're wrong. Your crazy fears. 
You shake are, your grandma finger at it. Shake your grandma finger. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> there's nothing good nor bad. Only thinking makes it so. Yes. Remember who said that? Uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he should have. The scariest haunted house thing I was ever in was in New Hampshire. We will never know who said it. <laughs> it was scary. It was uh, Hamlet. Um, so Shakespeare. Yes, Shakespeare. <laughs> no, Hamlet told Or the seven writers who were secretly Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Oh. The seven Shakespeare's. Shakespeare's. Ooh, the seven Shakespeare's. That's kind of like a... That's like a... Sexy book. That's a sexy book. That's like a that's an erotic novel. Harley yeah, Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, Harley. She needs to fix seven Shakespeare's. <laughs> yeah, they're all CEOs of companies, and she just needs to tame them. Uh, sorry, I took a class on Harley Quinn literature, and it's the best. Continue. Yeah. Well, Halloween Horror Nights is so like done to the max in terms of its production quality that it's kind of silly and gentle, I believe. But this weird. New Hampshire backwoods one that oh, I went to. Oh, because it wasn't polished? It was just terrifying. <laughs> it was like me and my friend James Cody went, and I felt like maybe we were actually going to be killed. Oh, okay. That we were. to me at a, um, at a French clown play. Themed. All right. A French. It was clown themed? It was clown. It was called, like, Mental Incorporated or something. Or, no, it was called Laughter Incorporated. Merriment Incorporated. Merriment Incorporated. And it was a clown company. That was specializing in murder. No, anyway, you, you were saying something. Go. I don't even remember what I was saying now. I'm just so... Buffy episode. Yeah. So fear itself, <laughs> um, since I, I see the hand getting close to the bell, getting close to the ball of the bell, that we are going to uh, rush through the episode really quickly because uh, the episode is... Fantastic. It's David my favorite. Fury. It's David Fury, uh, who's amazing, and I got a picture with him one time, and I told him how much I loved him, and he laughed and said something to the effect of, like, that's awkward, but I understand. Because <laughs> uh, I was just like, I need you to know that I am in love with you. <laughs> and he was you just like, I, something like that. I was just like, you're my favorite. And he was like, uh, thank you. I'm very flattered. My wife is over there. <laughs> but I understand. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, but, um... Really quickly, let's go through, and I'm going to challenge you guys, let's talk about our favorite moment from the episode, mm-hmm. because there are so many golden moments, <clears throat> and the more media I consume, the more I realize, like, getting something that's that hits 10 for 10 on every level, as much as fear itself, uh, is so extraordinary. Like, this is, an, uh, this is an episode to celebrate, and I love showing this episode to people who have never seen Buffy before, because even though there's a lot that comes into it, it's like, no, this is such a well-executed yeah, idea. It yeah, can, you can figure it out. You can get everything sort of together. The bunny thing probably jumps out of nowhere, but but it, it that's this is like the first time it comes oh, up. Is this the first bunny reference? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Right, 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 so okay. not even. Okay, so this actually that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is everyone's favorite? What's everyone's moment where you're just like, yeah. Um. Okay. So my favorite thing about this episode is that. It is the first time that we're living in kind of the new normal. I feel like the previous episode, Harsh Light of Day, is like kind of our transition to what the Buffy... It was kind of like it washes out the high school years. Right. And now you're in the college years. Right. While I do appreciate seasons one through three because they're the high school classic years, maybe a little bit more overall... And the post-high school years, I don't feel that way about. Still, Anya is my favorite thing in this show, Less. pretty much by a long shot. Uh-huh. And so this, her, every moment, everything she says, and specifically the bunny outfit, because it's just such a ridiculous So Halloween thing. Anya? And it's like, she, she's she been, in season three, she's 
kind of still that evil Anya, even mm-hmm. in the funny episodes. It's still her talking about eviscerating men. Yeah. And so what I love about this is the bunny costume is the first time we see Anya being like this silly, weird... Like, she becomes the data of yeah, this show. Yeah, that's a good way to pitch, yeah. And so Writing just the way she talks, yeah. trying to understand what being a human is. I think the first time she comes back to Xander, um, talking in the way that she talks. And then uh, her and Giles. Oh, oh, and second thing besides Anya is just Giles randomly having a chainsaw. Oh, God, yeah. Chainsaw Giles? Yeah, chainsaw Giles. How about you, Day? Um, okay, well, aside from Anya and the bunny costume, because I feel very, like I feel the same. Like <laughs> I love her and her just showing up in that costume. Like, yes. Um, <laughs> honestly, like I watched this episode because there there are just some priceless quotes like in this mm. show, like the quote about Xander being like. Oh, I rented a tux, so if we get turned into our Halloween costumes again, I'm Bond. And she's like, sorry to break it to you. You're probably going to be a waiter. And, like, Willow and Oz with the whole, like, I'm Joan of Arc, kind of her being a witch and that close relationship she has with God. And, like, and you are. And you are, and you just point at me. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But, honestly, I, I think I watched this episode for, like, the last few lines. I watched this episode for those closing lines. They're just so good. I think, like, almost every Halloween or something, I, like, my Facebook status is, you know, Xander, don't taunt the fear demon. Why? Can it hurt me? No, it's just tacky. Like, it's, it, uh, it, it, and so lighthearted after it's so heavy with all these, you know, your darkest fears, and then it's just, like, yeah, you should laugh at them because they are really that small in reality, and they are really that silly like he's like two inches tall Mm -hmm. and he's like fear me (laughs) (laughs) they're all going to leave you they're all going to leave you you and they stomp like there you go just stomp him stomp your gacknar stomp Stomp your gacknar right just like oh I should have read the description why does it say how to kill him no it says actual size (laughs) and it's like that music that Giles is like oh no the inscription. Yeah. And they're all like, what? He's actual like, size. Actual size. <laughs> like, God, it's just all it. Clearly, I can quote half of the episode. Like, all it. There's this, no problem that cannot be solved by chocolate. I think I've got a bar for no, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Call forth your Gacknar go more. <laughs> um, and I've also, I've been, I've been to the house. It's, guys, it's also the murder house. That's what I was from wondering. American Horror Story season one. Oh, it's yeah, the murder, murder house, house, and I I've been there. But I'm always like, guys, I've been to the the. <laughs> I don't tell people I've been to the murder house. I'm like, I've been to the the house they use in uh, Buffy up. episode season four episode four, <laughs> like that one episode where you have those few exterior shots. I've been there. <laughs> like, forget that it's the murder house that everyone would actually recognize it from. <laughs> Like Buffy, <laughs> like went there's like, look, there's the window that closed up when that girl was trying to get out, and Anya saw her. <laughs> That's amazing. It's really cool. Where is it? It's in like mid city ish area. Cool. We should go check I feel it. like I see a lot of people post pictures there. Yeah, we gotta put it on our Buffy tour list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely do that. The SSG tour. Here at South mm-hmm. House. SSG tour. SSG That's what we should just put tour. Yeah, we just. Hey guys, we're building up to the 2017 SSG tour. <laughs> old car like Giles has, and go to all these Buffy locations. <laughs> uh, great. So the individual lines 
And there's like zingers. The humor yeah, in it. The humor. Yeah, there's just something about the humor in it that's super on point. Mm-hmm. How about you, Home Park? Yes. Um, I don't know. Well, I already said that I really liked the Buffy Joyce conversation. Um, I love I love when Buffy and Joyce have like their little like heart to heart. They're always so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like uh, Giles and the Sombrero. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like every element that's like Giles is allowed to like live his life now. Yeah, like embracing all these like new things or like these I guess old things probably like it's like. Now Giles going back to like Ripper Giles, I suppose. But I don't see Ripper Giles wearing a sombrero. No. That seems like a new Giles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bachelor Giles. <laughs> Batch Giles, yeah. And Ani just goes in and berates him. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I just love it. I like Giles in a sombrero. It's fun. <laughs> it's great. It's festive. It's his little skeleton that dangles. Yeah, he's like, it's a, no, the Frankenstein. Oh, it's a Frankenstein. He's so excited yeah. about it. He does. So, that's my favorite. Remember our party? Nice. Our Halloween itself party? Oh, yeah. Halloween itself. And a lot of people came as uh, yeah. Willow and Oz. Yeah, you were Oz. True. I was Oz. Three I was different. Anya. You were Anya. And you were season three. Didn't we determine? I mean, I was just wearing an outfit that I had that kind of looked like Buffy. And then it was like we determined that uh, color code wise, it was season three Faith Fight yeah. Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> Omar, what about you? Uh, I, I honestly, there's so many great moments. I love starting with the jack o' lantern because I'm I, Halloween is my jam. I love mm-hmm. Halloween so much. Um, and if I ever move to Burbank, it'll be next to Halloween Town, mm. the shop. Uh, <laughs> I'll go there anytime you want. I love walking around big Halloween stores. I used to go to uh, New York. Uh, New York costumes mm-hmm. is ne- in, on, blah, blah, blah. in New York. It's on, yeah, it's in Union Square. <laughs> it's like massive, and it's a Halloween shop. And me and Sam Markowitz would just walk through it almost every day. <sighs> There's, like, lots of statues. Because you get to go into Halloween. I love it. Yeah. Is um, it weird talking about this episode not during Halloween season? A little. A little. It's always, a little. It's always this Halloween. Is, it's always Halloween. Oh, in good. our hearts. It's always Halloween somewhere. I mean, in uh, the <laughs> other hemispheres, like, Australia is prepping for, well, not their Halloween, or not really any Halloween because they don't celebrate it, but uh, they are entering autumn. So I would say at any point you, we are, as a planet, getting closer to a Halloween. Well, yeah. So think of it that way in your heart. For me, the the moment <laughs> it, that gets me every time is Buffy's last like noise at the end. The huh, because that is such a cool moment. Oh sure. Where it's just like actual size, and then they're eating candy, and it's like this great how like that to me is the end of Halloween is like when Halloween's over and you've just gone through like this crazy adventure, which every year is for Halloween, and you're just there and you just take it all in, and you're like, great, we did it, like we. You know, dimensions were shifted, fears were faced, and great, we're still here. And that's a beautiful moment to me. Like, yeah. I love that so much. Of just like, she went from being uh, gouging out the eyes of a pumpkin mm-hmm. to being in the bottom of a basement, being told that everyone is going to leave her, to her being surrounded by her friends, going, ah, everything's fine. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. Uh, all right, great. that's uh, that's our bell, which means we're almost out of time, but luckily we have an extracurricular activity, which means we're going to make something up on the spot inspired by this episode. We don't know what it is. We couldn't have practiced it. We couldn't have rehearsed it. We probably didn't even plan it. So, Holland Farkas, what are we doing this week? Oh, we definitely didn't plan it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy. What are Halloween things? Okay, so uh, <laughs> let's make our own haunted house. Yes! This is my, yes, what a great one. I'm uh, bad at this, I hate haunted houses. Dale and I have been talking about designing a haunted house for weeks. Are you going to test run it during this segment? Uh, no, that's, secrets. I would not want to, yeah, there's secrets. That we, there's, if you can find the right dogs, 
<laughs> you can dig up the right bones. You can probably piece together a haunted house, but uh, oh, good luck. <laughs> we went to a lot of dogs. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're going to design. Can we, should we have a theme, or is it just general haunted house? I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah, you're the... You're starting. I'm Ooh. really excited about this haunted house. I, okay, I'm going to say, um, up till season, up till this episode, a Buffy haunted house. A Buffy haunted. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the way we'll do this is we'll just start with an area. Ah, we'll okay. talk about it, and then someone will t- say we'll transition to another one. We'll describe that area, and we'll we'll move through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna say it starts. It starts you off in the graveyard. Okay. It starts right in the graveyard. In Restfield Cemetery. In Restfield Cemetery. Okay. Is now there's crypts that you can come in. Actual vampires. We have like three actual vampires. There will be three actual vampires. I think that it starts off with you walking through the graveyard. That's how you enter. It's quiet. And at one point, hands start to come up from the graves. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like vampires are coming back. And then someone yells like, run. And like you have to like go as like more are coming out of these graves. Sure. As you run by. All right. And then you have to go to what's next to the cemetery. What if you have a guy that hops out and tries to attack you, but then there's a programmed actor that's like Slayer mm-hmm. and like it's not Buffy it's just like a miscellaneous Slayer, slayer and she hops a out miscellaneous Slayer Holland Park no, an adult actor <laughs> Slayer an adult actor um, over the age star. of 18 it's a yeah. porn star Slayer <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. which, which if, Phoebe played in yeah. Friends oh my god oh my it was Buffet yeah. the Vampire Lair yeah. yeah oh my gosh yeah. see what if they what if you run and you run and you end up in the abandoned zoo <gasps> and then Ooh. You hear all these hyena noises. Yes. And you're being stalked by hyenas. Oh, and just like hyena voices. Yeah. They're, they're like laughing. Surrounded by Great. So you're in the zoo and all the hyena voices are going and you see, you see red eyes, right? Because their eyes glow and they're trying to give your soul. And, and then, then suddenly like a pig runs across. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. Herbert the Razorback runs by and then and, and just goes, get out of here. <laughs> uh, and then he goes, yeah. you can follow me, Herbert the Razorback. No vowels. So you follow. Yes, but he's like your guide. Should, it's like delusion where they guide you through. Yes. You have a pig Great. guide. So then you physically follow Herbert. And he then leads you. So graveyard zoo. He's gonna lead you up to uh, the the library. <gasps> yes. Ooh. So Harbert leads you into the library. Grace. Um, it's dark. All the lights are out. You're like, what's up? You uh, try and turn on the light. There's no light. You get you get a candle because that's what's happened. Giles left you a candle. So you're looking you're looking for Giles in this library. Nice. There's an oh there's a note. On the table mm-hmm. that says, like, don't forget to feed Oz. Oh. And then you look over to the cage and it's ripped open. Oh. And you see little foot things. And then in that moment, like Alien Encounter, Disney, uh, Florida style, you hear like, like a. <gasps> so then Herbert says, we have to get out of here. <laughs> Runs you past the computer room. And as you go into the computer room, this isn't a space you walk into, but as you go into the computer room, all the screens flicker on and it's Mola. <gasps> oh. Like, just like watching you as you walk by. And then from the computer room, you go into the gym. Yeah. Yeah, and you run into, um, oh, what's his name? The the guy that they like in the, the Zeppo? Oh, oh, uh, oh, what's wow. his name in Zeppo? You mean the main guy in the Zeppo? Yeah, Zeppo? the like really terrifying. He's baking a cake. Yeah, the, the guys yeah. that are baking the cake. Oh, Jack O'Toole? Yeah, Jack O'Toole. You, he's there, and he's just got his knife. Katie? He's, he's got Katie. Yeah, he's got Katie. And he's just like being 
scary. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a haunted house and he's terrifying. So then yeah. you run away from them, you get out onto the streets, so now out of the school. You get into like a pickup truck type thing. Okay, yeah. yeah you and get Cordelia's the... driving, which is always terrifying. Great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like her sight isn't she's necessarily going, but she's just not drive great. through a building. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're so you're driving through now downtown Sunnydale past Sun Cinema and everything. Mm-hmm. There's now we've got vamps everywhere yeah. outside. They're just running up to the truck. Mm-hmm. Running up oh, to the and truck. And so you're not you're not you're not actually sitting in the passenger side. Like Cordelia is bed. driving a pickup truck, and you're in the and you're bed. In yeah. the bed of the yeah. truck. For sure. And vampires are just running. It's kind of like a hayride, but not. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. which uh, she drives through into the bronze. Mm-hmm. Drives into the bronze and. There's people in cages, like in the alternate wish verse. Oh. Nice. And the master's there. Is this the final room? The bronze is the final room. Okay. Uh, there's, well, or, there's, or there's the bronze, you have to defeat the bronze level and then you think everything's fine. It's a video game. And then you just then get to go to <laughs> like the fun party. It's like an escape haunted house. There's, yeah. Live action video game. Uh, this yeah. is the penultimate room, I know the ultimate room. And then uh, but this is the bronze of the penultimate room yeah. and then it's the master there and it's like a harvest thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Harvest thing and then is the you way... You like, fight your way out. You have to fight your way out and uh, the and then Herbert like says, use the rope as Herbert's pulled away. Don't worry, Herbert never dies because okay. Herbert's not dead. No. Herbert's alive. Herbert's alive. Uh, and then and you, you use the rope and you turn and you see that there's a rope with a weight attached to it mm. that you can swing at the window mm. to bring in all the light. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. So you swing, it's the light, but it's actually not daytime. It's just a distraction. And then you run out and guess where you end up? The door opens into Buffy's house and then there's, you go into the kitchen, and Joyce goes, where have you been? <laughs> and the real terror is <laughs> having she to gets explain into it. Yeah. your back pass curfew. <laughs> she starts with, when I was your age, and then that's... <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Where the fear begins. <laughs> oh, no. And great. that's it. That's our house. haunted house. Great. Yeah, haunted house. Oh, man, what a great extracurricular activity. Thank you, Holland. Like, oh, I yeah. might actually do a haunted house if it was Buffy themed. Like, right? I don't do Absolutely. haunted houses. Oh my god, we should make one for this Halloween. I mean, it's March. We have time, I guess, to plan this really right? elaborate thing with we can multiple see if, locations. We'll see if we're not How are we getting that. a pig? Oh, well. We'll mock. I'll get us a pig. Oh, thank you so much for joining us on our discussion of fear itself. Uh, this is my favorite episode. I'm so glad we got to get into our personal fears, haunted houses, <laughs> Halloween. This is everything the episode's about. Mm-hmm. Um, before we do our outro, outro, we have some homework to assign to you, and we'll be reading your homework after the uh, after our theme song here. But we have some homework to assign to you. What would be your haunted house? We'd love to know the theme, how you'd set it up. Like, what would be like your? And it doesn't have to be a scary haunted house. It could be a fun haunted house, or it can be a super legitimately scary haunted house if it's just like a surgery gone awry, which is. Horrible. Horrifying. Um, so, or it could be a haunted house, like something actually scary, like what's going on right now in the real world. Everything's horrible. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to yeah. remind everybody. It's just <laughs> like the dismantling of the UN haunted house. Uh, <laughs> like you're Nikki Haley walking in. Uh, so go ahead and tag this as SSG homework again. It's SSG homework and tweet this at us at SSG podcast. Uh, and send us your homework because we will read it next week. Day, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm glad I could get in on this episode. I like 
attacked you with please let me be on this episode. <laughs> it was the best attack I've ever received. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, where can people find you? People can find me on the Twitters at Dayanne Hutton as well as Facebook.com slash Dayanne Hutton on Instagram at Dabraham underscore Lincoln. Just switching it up there. It's, it's not my name. <laughs> really? Um, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, what else do I have? I have a website, dayannehutton.com. Basically, if you Google my name, it'll all pop up within like the first four or five Google search results. Um, but yeah. Other day on Huttons? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, you'll be the first four. No, I'm saying like all the things I just mentioned will be like the top few. Oh. Nice. Like I like bless my parents for my name because like I'm it. Like you Google my name and you're gonna find me. <laughs> so, you know you're gonna go find go me. find that award for the water department I won in fifth grade, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> Wrote about me in the paper because I talked about waste. <laughs> well earned. Thanks, Thank guys. you for bringing that up. You know, I will look that up. You know, it's like school related and this is school related. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, we're college kids now, but yeah. Yeah. that's sort of schoolish. You know. It's very schoolish. Yes. I don't know why I brought that up. Anyways, uh, there, I'm somewhere on YouTube. Oh, I just started a fundraiser with Tessa Netting. Um, and Brzee Voices joined in as well. Um, and we, it's called Luna for Lumos. Hashtag Luna for Lumos. Um, it's kind of like a fundraising like group of warriors that uh, we're right now we're fundraising ongoing for Lumos, J.K. Rowling's campaign. Mm -hmm. um, we've raised over six thousand dollars so amazing. far. Um, we have a CrowdRise page, um, and we've been we've started live streaming, watching Harry Potter movies because once we hit certain goals of of price, uh, it unlocks a new movie. So we've got about like four more to watch right now, and two or three more to unlock. So look out for that if you're into Harry Potter and a bunch of Ravenclaws freaking out about it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And you can also donate um, because it helps. And uh, Lumos is a charity to help end the institutionalization of children. So getting them out of institutions and orphanages and into better caring homes. That's amazing. Let's put some light into the world. Put some Lumos out there. <laughs> dark times, you know? Yeah. So we yeah, need it. Definitely check that out. It's been, it's been a fun little project. Project. That's awesome. That's so great. Yeah. Chris, where can they find you and your charities? <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> you can go to chrispermonti.com where the charity is uh, even paying attention to the website. <laughs> You're the person doing the charity. Uh, no, my name is Chris Bramonti. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube as a Montioc. You can also find me as a Montioc on The Gauntlet on Hyper RPG at 6.30 on Thursdays. It's a Twitch show where I lead a gladiatorial campaign of warriors and silly role-playing fantasy situations. Anywho, sentences... It's early. All right, uh, Robot Teammate is my musical improv group. You can find us streaming on Geek and Sundry Twitch on Fridays, and you can find uh, me with Sunnydale Study Group with all the Sunnydale Study Group stuff. And that's pretty much the thing. Great. How be you on, Farkas? Uh, my name is Holland Farkas. You can find me on Twitter at Holland Farkas. Instagram is Farkland. Uh, my Facebook page, Holland Farkas. Do not update that, so probably don't go there. Um, I have a website. It's HollandFarkas.com. Um, I'm currently producing videos at Loot Crate. 
Our most recent short was uh, for Investigate, uh, which is the theme for this month, uh, directed by friend of the podcast, Adam Murray. It's super like Stranger Things and X-Files-y, so uh, give it a watch. And I did the behind the scenes for that. Um, also, I wrote an article fairly recently for Birth Movies Death. Um, it's on I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Um, I like it, so if you want to read it. It's, I, it's not an article. It's, uh, it's say, an essay. It an essay? <laughs> I guess it's more an essay than an article. No gifts, no pictures. An article for Over adults. a thousand words. Almost might be closer to 2000. I don't know. Whoa. Oh, man. I think no, it's definitely no. under. It's definitely under. It's, sounds long. Yeah, I know. It sounds like too long for something on the internet. Oh, God. Um, I'd read a, might as well read a book. Set my, uh, my. <laughs> I mean, so it's so bad because we know a lot of people that write things for the internet, and this sounds very catty, but. They're I all just listening. write things that are longer. I write I a blog. Know. I don't put. I, I, I just like. I, I'm making fun of myself. <laughs> I just at this point. Holly, you just, write whatever you are. All everyone wants to read are fucking BuzzFeed articles that are like, like someone sent. People one, thought the Power Rangers was good. One, don't worry well, about people. Ooh, wow, but one was like it was like the healthcare described through like Great British Bake Off, which I do think is helpful for people that don't understand like what's going on and don't understand like the AHCA Affordable Healthcare mm-hmm. Act versus. Uh, I, but it's like. It's literally like, you felt like this. Here's a gif of Mary Beery. Here's a gif of Paul. I'm like, these two things aren't related. It's just because everyone's watching this show and then this is also happening. Sorry. I'm like, we're just ranting. Um, <laughs> yeah, those are all home socials. Listen, <laughs> just follow me on Twitter and you'll just get this all of the time. Because <laughs> it's just me ranting about how the world works. And I'm like an old person in a 24-year-old's body. And I'm just like, get off my fucking lawn. So I'm done now. It's totally. <laughs> At least you have a long. <laughs> like anyone, I know do. you know when you write long? short things. I write my blog. It's like 250 words max. Because yeah. I do fashion stuff. No one wants to read a bunch. I'll they read want it. the pictures. I'll, I'll read, read it. Dayon Hutton blog. Oh, my potpourri.com. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, really? It's potpourri. But it's p o it's p o t u r r r i like per like a cat. <laughs> Purpury. Popery. Popery. Yes. Cat it's a, my lifestyle and fashion blog and cats. Great. So, uh, I just posted an article recently, or an article. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not even going to call it an article. I feel like we just need to redefine everything. No, it's a everything. post. Uh, I, I posted a post uh, with my cats playing with a catnip donut toy. If you you never knew you needed it, but cats playing with food-shaped toys is the best. I promise. <laughs> Cats looking like they're eating donuts. Quality. And if you don't believe that, check out Popuri. Popuri. Uh, I'm Omar. You can also find me at Omar Najam on Twitter. I also have an improv team that performs all the time throughout the month in Los Angeles. Uh, check out Swimming Lessons Improv on Facebook. Woo-hoo. That's where we are. And you can check out anything and everything Sunnyvale Study Group related at SSG Podcasting. And that's SSG Podcast on Twitter. That's where you can send your homework. Hashtag SSG Homework. You can also find us on Facebook, Sunnydale Study Group, and on Instagram, Sunnydale Study Group. We'll be back next week with an angel episode. So we're going to be going back down to Los Angeles uh, into the Central Library to investigate our own personal demons. So until then, uh, we'll see you later. Day, thank you again for waking up so early. Thank you for having me. I'm glad I could wake up early and meet you all at the same time. Great. It worked, it worked out. We were and in it together. We're in it together. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna nap before I go to work and then go to my other work. 
Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I have to work twice food at some point. Yeah, and hopefully <laughs> eat at some point. Yeah, I, uh, weekends are actually my busiest uh, days of the seven. Man, I recommend some grapes. <laughs> But just a handful. Just a handful of grapes. Just like like two. Two to four grapes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. We'll see you next week. Until then, pack up your bags, pack up your books. We'll see you then. We're actually going to skip this week's homework in order to bring you some very, very special news. This is the official, official, official announcement that we have a panel at WhedonCon. That's right, WhedonCon 2017. That's going to happen on Saturday, May 20th at 11.30 a.m. where we get to talk about podcasting in the Buffyverse with Hellmouthy. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be such a good panel. So if you can make it out to WhedonCon, we would love to see you. We'd love for you to be there. It's 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. That is a prime spot. We are so excited to have it. It's going to be such a blast, so please drop on by. If you want to check out more information about WhedonCon, go to WhedonCon.com. Look at the guest list. Look at all the people who are going, because it is going to be a Buffy-palooza. It's going to be absolutely fantastic, and then the marketplace is the best place to buy all your Buffy merch, and it's just going to be such a blast. So again, that's WhedonCon.com, and our panel is going to happen on Saturday, May 20th at 11.30 a.m., all right, Scoobies, we'll see you then. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Get ready for it. Pack, you know, pack some pack some bottled water. Make sure you're wearing comfortable shoes. There's going to be some standing and some sitting at different times. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>